Welcome back to our podcast, Entrepreneurship Uncovered. And I'm your host, Gabby Luma, CEO of Mod Ventures, a virtual outsourced accounting and advisory firm. I hope you're having a really great week and things are looking up. We had a really great interview with Paul Reyes from Chow Down. In this episode, we talked about social media and how it can affect your business in a powerful way. We also talked about how some of his previous failures helped him launch a successful business. Paul was really vulnerable and real about what he went through in getting things started and what actually pushed him over the edge to launch Chow Down. I'm really, really excited for you to hear it. If you've gone through anything, you failed at anything, I think it's a very inspiring story about what he did to just pick himself up and keep going. So let's get started. We are continuing our Entrepreneurship Uncovered series. If you're new to the channel, my name is Gabby Luma, and I am the CEO of Mod Ventures. My name is Paul Reyes. I am the owner and chef of Chow Down LLC. So tell me a little bit about your business. The base of it is we are a food truck and catering company. We go all around Tucson, whether if it's kids' birthday parties, brewery events, or just festivals in town. We're there to feed hungry people. All right, awesome. So what kind of food do you serve? We have our own take on pizza. It's not really necessarily traditional. We decided to take a different route with it, and one of our hit pizza is actually called the snake bite and it's actually a raspberry chipotle jam that we put on with mozzarella provolone cheeses cream cheese bacon and jalapeno so not really your traditional pizza or your traditional pizzeria as well oh sounds delicious tell us a little bit about your story this goes back to 2015 me and my wife were at a wine festival and we were actually talking about food truck business that a friend of mine was actually starting up in colorado and i had been consulting on the project he launched the truck launched his business and within three days realized that that business was not necessarily for him. Mm. Him being a tech guy going into the food and beverage world, it's a completely different beast. And as soon as the opportunity came up, we just decided that we would buy it. Uh And right there at that wine festival we were talking about it, we decided to move forward with it. Ultimately came up with the name for it all while we were there. Then uh, after we had purchased it, we actually jumped right into it and we started learning everything that we possibly could about life on the road with a food truck. (laughs) Yeah. Your previous experience was actually with the Ritz-Carlton. So tell me a little bit about how that experience has affected Chow Down. Sure, absolutely. Ultimately bringing five-star service to the streets, to the masses. You know, when you have a Ritz-Carlton resort, it's ultimately available to a select group of people. But when you actually get into the heart of the city and you're around so many different people and you bring that level of service, from a food truck, it's something that people don't expect and it's something that really connects with people and it makes them feel the experience. I can imagine that you have quite a following then. People see your name and they're like, oh yeah, I've seen that guy around, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And that's one of the things where it still kind of catches me by surprise. I'll be out at an event somewhere. People will tell us, we're here just to see you. We saw on social media that you're going to be here. We came here to see you. So it seems like everywhere we go, there's a little bit more of a following. Mm -hmm. And when you look at our social media numbers, it started out very small. And I remember getting excited for the first 100. Social media is 
everything for our business. Okay. When you look at traditional forms of advertising, a lot of times, I'm not sure how it is in everyone's household, but in mine, it automatically goes straight to the recycle bin. Sure. It gets shredded. I'm starting to notice a lot more people are kind of tuning out of television and more onto their phones. And mm -hmm. I mean, myself included. And that's what makes a genuine connection with people. And when people see genuine connections, even if it is through social media, that's where people come to follow you. So it's all part of the experience. Right. Well, people want to do business with authentic, real people. And I think that that's what social media has helped us do as oh, well. Most definitely. And one of the really cool things, I started my first business 10 years ago. I guess it's been more than, it's probably been about 15 years now. Uh -huh. And during that, there was no social media. And so getting the word out about your business was almost impossible without having a large bankroll. Whereas now, with my 1,700 followers and growing every single day, you can hop on your phone that's in your pocket and you can tell people, hey, this is where we're going to be. This is what our special is going to be. And you can let them know every aspect of your business and things that you're offering and the different experiences that you can offer them. Right, so, right. That's really cool. And that goes straight to the palm of their hand. Yeah. <laughs> they see it and they come out. So you are actually a chef. Yeah, I never actually intended to be a chef. Uh, working in food and beverage for the past 15 years now, I've acquired a lot of different skills from a lot of the different chefs that I've worked under through observation and sometimes through hands-on learning and actually hopping in the back of the house, filleting salmon, whatever it may be. Yeah. So over those 15 years, I actually acquired the skills and when it came time to open up my own business, I had to jump into it. Now I kind of have to own the title of chef. Yeah. And so I love to cook for people. I'm always cooking, whether if it's dinner for my family, breakfast for a three-year-old, that's ultimately how I share my love and I think that's oh. what it means to be a chef. Oh, that's cool. Yep. You just shared with us that you actually had a business before Chow Down. So I would imagine that you've had to go through a few challenges. Can you share maybe your biggest challenge with us? One of the biggest things has always been a work-life balance. Yeah. One of the things they don't tell you when you get into business for yourself is that it is a 100% nonstop job. Mm -hmm. So on my days off, I'm inside the office. I'm in the kitchen. I'm working. Mm -hmm. I'm doing social media. And on top of all that, I now have a three-year-old. And as anyone will tell you, parenting does not stop either. No. <laughs> and so the biggest challenge that I've had is just learning to readapt to life just to always being on since you're always on you also have to take that time to step back and relax and take care of yourself as well i always say that it's like a journey so you're like you're learning about what you need to function on a day-to-day -day basis and what your business needs on a day-to-day -day basis and trying to truly balance that all out. But just like having a baby, there's no good time to start a business either. There really isn't. Uh, and ultimately, when we started our business, I was part-time. Uh -huh. I was not doing it full-time. I was getting my feet wet and I was scared to make that jump into that full-time, into the unknown. You, know, you don't know where your paycheck's going to come from. You don't know how the business is going to do. You don't know that all these followers have eventually going to come out and find you. So what gave you the confidence to just jump? For me, it was getting fired. Oh. So I became very comfortable in the work environment that I was in, and it was no longer interesting to me. You start to follow so many corporate guidelines that you start to lose the soul and you start to not have fun with what you're doing anymore. And when I got fired from that resort environment, I was able to just jump into my business full time. That was my backup job. It was kind of do or die. Mm -hmm. And we did. And yeah. 
lucky for me, the chute opened up, and <laughs> luck does play a little bit into it. Here we are today. Yeah. So. Well, sometimes we need something to kind of kick us in the butt and, and to really make that next move. So, most definitely. Um, bravo for, you know, taking up the, the challenge and, and going forward with that. Absolutely. <laughs> now that you've been in business for a while, what is the biggest piece of advice you'd give somebody just starting out? I would definitely have to say it's okay to fail. Mm-hmm. If you are failing, you're at least trying. In the pizza industry, we have a thing, if you're not burning, you're not learning. <laughs> and so, you know, we burned a lot of pizzas. And if you look at my first pizza, it was an absolute disaster. But it's okay because I tried. And every time you fail, you learn something from that. Mm-hmm. When I had my first business, when I was 20 years old, I launched it. I had no idea what I was doing. And ultimately, through many different avenues, it failed. You know, I ended up losing $20,000 on that. But... In a way, that was my education. Uh-huh. In terms of college education, the cost now, I think I got off pretty lucky with a $20,000 failure on that. But from that $20,000 failure lesson, I learned so much about business and I realized the potential pitfalls. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw those pitfalls later on and in my new business, I knew how to adapt and overcome that. You may not always know what you're doing, but just jump into it and do it. When I started my most recent business, I was not a father at the time, but I was always telling myself, telling my wife, it's like having a kid. I don't know what that's like, but I'm doing something every single day Absolutely. to make sure that they're taken care of. In mm-hmm. this case, my business. Mm-hmm. I do something every single day to make sure that it is successful. Find new processes, find new ways of doing things until eventually you just have that streamlined thing that's going to get you to your end goal. You know, when you're just starting out, you may not know exactly what that end yeah. goal is and the goalpost may always be moving, mm-hmm. but get started. Don't be afraid to fail and find the lessons inside that failure. I love that. I love that. That is such powerful advice because I think so many of us think that we're going to get out into the business world and we're just going to be instant success. (laughs) And that is not how it worked. I had to learn so much Mm -hmm. just like you. It was painful at times, but you learned and you keep going and you keep trying. So absolutely. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Well, Paul, we thank you so much for being with us today. How can we find you? The best place to start is at our website, www.chowdowntucson.com. And that is like the Italian show, Uh C-I-A-O. And you can also find us on social media at Tucson on all platforms. Thanks so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. If you liked what you heard, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. To stay updated on all things ModVentures, check out our Instagram at mod.ventures. We will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Take care.